The I'm Friends with the DJ podcast is brought to you by Grip Tens. Patent pending, 100% food grade silicone, BPA free with gecko grooves and spiral ring sleeve for your bartending tin. In an environment where things tend to get wet, we let you get a grip. That is www.griptins.com. www.griptins.com. G R I P T I N Z. Grip Tins. It's a beautiful dream, but sometimes dreams and reality don't yeah. coincide. Did you just say what I uh. think you just said? Yeah, uh, you ain't fucking with the Wonder Boy. It's going down. down. What's going on, guys? Uh, this is I'm Friends with the DJ, episode 13. Uh, Andrew the Kid here. We got Olive Oil, and then we got our special guest, Pat Hello. Light. Uh, Pat, how you feeling today? Good? I'm feeling fantastic, Angelo. Love it. Love it. Love it. Pat here. He's, uh, he's a legend from uh, our eyes, pretty much. For, former, former MLB relief pitcher, correct? Correct. Current, current owner and operator of Green Rock, our boss. Amen. Professional and... drinker. <laughs> I, wore, I, wore, I wore the shirt just for that, bro. I got the shirt on just for that. James drink. <laughs> that that could be a right in there. Could be a right in. Yeah. But, uh, Pata, how was how was the holiday weekend for you? It was good. Went down the shore a little bit. Where'd you guys, where'd you guys play anywhere this this weekend? No, no man, we, we went actually to Montauk. Yeah, or Montauk. Oh yes, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, you face You went and saw Lug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little Hamptons action, which was nice because we've never been up there. It's good vibe. Definitely different than uh, than what we're used to, but uh, it was cool. It was a really, really good change of pace from doing the exact same thing at the shore every weekend. That's for sure. How long does it take to get out there? Uh, Our place, it was our hotel. So we were in Montauk, like with Common Grounds Bar. Our hotel was like on the border of like Southampton and I believe like East Hampton, I think it was. So it was like 45 minutes. It it was far from there. So from our house to Southampton was like an hour 45. And then it was like an additional 45. So it was probably like an hour and a half. We hit no uh, traffic though, which yeah. is crazy. Cause like it's, it's one road into yeah. Montauk. And so like there was like a, maybe tw- an extra 15 minutes and that was it, which is really like really good. Yeah. yeah. Or else we would have been screwed. one road to go all the way down. Montauk is so. deep too. Yeah. It oh, it's all down. the way at the end of Long Island. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot of parties going on in like Southampton and, and Montauk this, uh, this past weekend. Yeah. I saw yeah. DJs there. I noticed it was like a big spot for house parties. Like I said, this is new for me and Fisher. A, a lot of my friends actually finding out like later had rented houses with their friends, like their college friends and just like, you know, enjoy the beach and just hung out there and drank there. I don't think there's many bars. Like, I believe in Montauk, there's only two or three bars. So when everything was kind of going on, it was like circulating between like common ground, those other two spots. And another thing that I didn't know, which is really cool is Montauk is so far east I, yeah so far east right yep so far yeah. east. i'm messing up my directionals over here so far east that it's only about 20 minutes to take a ferry ride from connecticut and rhode island so i thought most people were coming from like new york city and like driving all the way out a lot of the people were actually like fairly new and they were just taking ferry rides from connecticut to rhode island that's like 20 30 minutes and uh you know getting into the hamptons which i had no clue that was so close uh, and it, it reminded me more of like a Massachusetts, like Rhode Island feel than New York in terms of Montana. Yeah, I mean, Pat, did you ever, when you were up in Boston, did you ever like head over to like Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard, like that stuff? I went to the Cape. I didn't go over the Cape? to, yeah. Well, it, it, the Cape too. It's like very similar to like very old America 
type kind of thing. Yeah. It was kind of like that. Like we yeah. probably saw the nicest PC Richardson ever to exist. Yeah, they're all like they're like they're like houses. It's like yeah. really made like that like white shingles on it and crap. It was really yeah. strange. And like you walk through the shops there and you got what? Coach, you got Lululemon. Lululemon, you know, yeah. Lululemon, like these little yeah. stores and you're walking. Vines. Yeah. yeah, it's like all Richie. It's Richie Rich. <laughs> That's what it is. But it was a really good time though. Angelo, what'd you do? Anything? I was yeah, actually, so I worked had my first uh, private event gig. Well, two private event gigs uh, on 4th of July. During the day, I had I had just like some – it was a 40th birthday in a backyard by a pool. Like super chill. Um, I was, it was super fucking hot Saturday, first of all. Like muggy as hell. I was yeah. like dying, bringing the speakers and shit. Like dripping sweat, pack like five T-shirts. That's <laughs> why I don't um, do private events anymore. No, it, was, it was brutal. Well, listen, I – for right now is my fucking first job since like March. So, you know, I'll take it. Um, and then at night I did like, uh, I was, it was like this, it was this mansion party in Homedale. It was mm-hmm. like one of my cousin's friends and they got, nice. they had, the house is fucking huge. They had a, had a basketball court, a bunch of stuff. It was fun though. Good time. What was the go-to song of the night? Valerie. Or song Amy, of the day. Valerie, Amy Winehouse. Really? Interesting. <laughs> It was weird. I, I honestly, me personally, I thought I lost the crowd a couple times, and like when I play that, like they were they were feeling it. There you have it, folks. Don't book Angela. He loses the crowd during private events. <laughs> yep, I suck. There you go. <laughs> but Pat, back to you at the shore. I saw on Instagram that you had your first grill ever. Stop. Yes. 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 First grill. I'm still not sure what's. I know it's a. It was Rebels in there. Um, but yeah, I had my first grill ever. It was good. I, I don't know. I wouldn't go back for more grails. I, <laughs> I, would, I, I had one grail and then I switched it back to Jameson. Yeah. Um, well, let's be real. What you're going to do is you're going to change the name and bring in a green rock and flip it there, baby. <laughs> I just put, it just put, Jam- put Jameson in it instead of like the schnapps or whatever the fuck goes in it. Yeah. No, I think it's like Sky Bacher or somewhere. Is that yeah, what it is? They do. Yeah, it is Sky. But I feel like it's something I, different every time that drink like in the grail. Like it's open. Depends who makes it. Yeah. Yeah, but I listen, Mark. I got I got a name of uh, a fucking uh, drink after Caravas, and it's got Red Bull in it, so I can just yeah. call it rock. I can make it rock fuel. Yeah, yeah, that's that a good be, idea. Honestly. That could be that's like not, that's not that's not plus really plus like a, plus like a rocket red that worked that could yeah. work out really well. And that here's the thing: the mind eraser of uh, Green Rock. Exactly. <laughs> like like people already know the taste and they know the look. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. It's very easy play on your you know, on your fact. And yeah. honestly, at the end of the day, like, obviously, Caravas wants a shot that's going to sell. So yep. now you're going to start selling out of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, bro. He wants drink, he, you know he I mean? wants to have, like, the best-selling drink at Green Rock just to rub it in your face. 1,000. <laughs> that's not a bad <laughs> move. Allow him to rub it in my face as long as he keeps it. That's not a bad move. But, Pat, actually, kind of going over this, uh, one thing we had this weekend that we need to propose to you and Brandon oh, yo. is a drink that blows these things out of the water. Oh, the jaws out the of the gym. water. Yeah. Have you ever had the long drink? No. It's this oh, Finnish seltzer gin thing, dude. There's better than everything. Really? They go, they go down. Like we had to slow ourselves down from drinking. I think it was me, uh, Merkel and one of our buddies. And I think we probably went through like 12 each within like a four hour period. It's called the long, the long drink. The long drink. It's a oh. blue can. They have like three flavors. It's you know like the you know grapefruit, the actor cranberry, Miles, and something else. Yeah, you know the actor Miles Teller. No, I, don't I mean really yeah, know I might him know him by face. Yeah, but. I don't really know him either. To be honest, with you. I guess he'd be like a 
He was in that C-list actor. He was he was actually in uh he was in Project X actually. He grew. He was in Project X. Uh, he was like he like showed up for like probably about five minutes, and then he was a baseball player. And then he's he was also I forget the name of the movie. Yeah, he's in other movies. I don't know. He 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 has like a boxer. He was in a boxer in another movie where he got injured like really bad. I forget what it's called, but on interesting. Well, yeah, I'm somebody, somebody pulled up. Wait, but he was, in, it, was short, the, it was with the bald dude. He was in that shitty Fantastic Four reboot too. He was in the movie with Jonah Hill, the this guy. military movie. The, no, this uh, is him. This is this him? Warhogs, Warhogs. Yeah, that's yeah. Him. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, a co-owner of the Long Drink. Really? Yeah. Yo, when you guys t- told me about that drink, I saw it like three times after. Yeah, it's uh supposedly, from my understanding, it's like. Not that popular in the U.S. I mean, like I, th- I think it's in stores, but I haven't seen any store like sell it or upselling taste in Finland. Yeah, it's a Finnish Fire. thing. So we got to hop. All I'm saying is, there's money to be like, made. We got to hop on it. I think it be hop, well. Yeah, I think it can possibly be like the next high noon. Like I think it could take over high noons because it it's the same deal. It comes in a four pack. It's like twelve bucks for the four pack, like a complete rip off. <laughs> but, I'm gonna yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's it's good, it, and it's instead of flavored vodka or seltzer vodka, this is seltzer it's, with gin. Yeah, it's gin, and I think there's three flavors. The gin. first one, I, don't, grapefruit, I, don't, I do not like gin. You, know? you don't even you don't even know there's gin you in don't it. Taste it. You taste you taste, taste, you taste, taste, you taste like you taste like the flavor more so. Like they only yeah. had they only had the grapefruit ones at Common Ground, which is like the original ones. Yeah, like the, like the, like the plain one or whatever the fuck. But yeah. I want to try that cranberry so bad because it's probably money. Very good, very good. Well, listen, we're we're gonna try to get in touch. See what we got. Yeah. First thing, honestly, the first thing I thought when we were drinking, it was like, wow, this is a lot better than high noons, and uh, there could be a lot of money to be made. Maybe it's big in New York. Maybe it's big in like Massachusetts, like that area. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't seen anything over here. I've only seen like Instagram ads of it like a couple months ago, and that's like we went there and uh, like Fisher got like a like some like a strawberry daiquiri or something like mixed drink hell yeah so did my buddy and I was like wow I like I saw it on the menu and I was like I've heard of it and I was like I really want to try it so I was like get a long drink and it's actually really funny because a little just a little story from that we were drinking the whole time just talking how like fire it was and uh, two of these girls that came up that were friends with our buddy Lughead came over and like you guys drinking a long drink those things are trash we're like two high noons after like an hour, and I'm, 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 like hype and it's I'm literally up. looking so at funny. them like fucking get away from me right now. <laughs> These things are amazing. You could suck it. Hyping it up, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. This whole like era and age of these seltzers like really changed the game. Like, the typical frat boy, no beer. It's next seltzers you, now. What next is you, Jameson. Next is Jameson seltzers. Like imagine Jameson seltzers. I feel like that would be Bro, if, that would. <laughs> Imagine if they actually did that. Like, I feel like they would get ridiculed. Jmo, Jmo, Ginger. Like all every whiskey, every whiskey drinker would be like, "Fuck you!" Seriously, they should not be entering that market. (laughs) Do they make? Do they make like pre-made mixed drinks like like a rum and coke? I don't think so. Maybe maybe like the little they have like those little balls, but no one ever buys them. I've seen them before. They're like um, they're like uh, these like little tubes. They're they're weird. you got to look them up. They're like bullets, I think they're called or something. Do they give you just like like a little bit of soda and a little bit of like – No, it's all like, in one. It's like, oh, so they're like arcades. They're like – they're rum drinks too usually. I haven't I, – I forget what they're called. Yeah, I've always wondered that and stuff. Like I said, they, they – you know, I mean, the whole seltzer idea and like it's really kind of changed the game. And I was, like I was saying it I was saying it the other day. You're going to – I 
I don't know how it would work, but I guess like similar to soda, I could totally see that being on tap. Oh, uh, museum. Yeah, literally. And then museum of sex. When I DJed there, they had, uh, everything was, everything was cans. Nothing was like, I ordered gin and tonic. They had it in a can. It was weird. But, like, right. Yeah. Everything was, it was I like, I've never seen it before, but, um, yeah, they didn't make anything fair. Was it like, did you keep the bottle? Like, did they like can it there? Yeah, like, it was, make they were all in cans. Like... No, it was all in a can. Like, it was pre-made. Like, they just cracked open the can. It was it was like some kind of brand. Oh, you're probably so banged up. You don't even remember the brand. I'm, I've never seen that before. It was, really, yeah, it was really, yeah, it was really weird. I guess it was like because of the whole place, too. Yeah. Pat, when are you getting uh, high noons on tap or white claws on tap? I, whenever they offer it to us, believe me. <laughs> it'd be significantly cheaper for us uh i think like right now a, high, um, a white claw costs us like a dollar 20 a can um but like a, a bud light on tap is per pour is like 40 cents so it would be much better for especially with how much white claw hat is is drank drunk whatever yeah. it's called um it would be it would make my business a lot better and we wouldn't run out. We run it. If you guys remember last Sunday, Funday season, we were running out every weekend. In yeah. September. And that so was... the reason High Noon started gaining traction at Green Rock was because we'd run out of White Claw and people would have to drink High Noons. And they started yeah. liking it. And, like, and that's, 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 honestly, that's probably that's like, that's, that could be like a big thing as to why High Noons got so big is because like a lot of places probably did sell out of White Claws. Yeah. Just because they had like, the, they had like White Claw Gate last fall where, where they couldn't make them fast yeah. enough bars. So we ran out several times and we would, we order, I think it was like four or five weeks in a row. We'd order 80 cases a weekend and, uh, and we, they'd only give us like 55. Like they, they wouldn't have enough for us. No that's way that was actually white claw gate or like, no, like I just called it white uh, claw gate. Uh, <laughs> Between green rock and pink and parrot, that's what we called it. <laughs> Little trifecta over here. That's so funny. Yeah. So Pat, Pat, how's, uh, how's everything been right now? You know? the business within you with uh you know, you know we have we have we have, going on. we had some plans this past weekend to do something yeah with and then murphy decided to go back on the 25 percent inside which awful but what yeah. are you gonna do it is what it is i mean you know it's slow you know there's nothing to do I and mean, it will be i'll be there this weekend doing something but uh yeah, i mean there's nothing really to do. really just trying to close the gap on rent you know, that, you know, yeah. we're not going to make our enough money to pay rent. It's just not and until we can get people inside. There's no way. But when, you know, we close the gap, you know, lose less money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's really all we're doing. And but at the same time, summer's not, not crazy for us. You know, fall, fall is when we need to make our money. So yeah. until then, you know, you know, it's, I'm, it's actually quite nice. I'm having a nice little summer here. <laughs> you know, we got the shore a little bit. Uh, you, and, you know, it would be nicer. Yeah, it'd be nicer if Green Rock was in business a little bit more, but um, especially because you know I am a manager right now at Green Rock, but uh, I don't anticipate that happening for an extended period of time. Um, so I even right now I feel like I'm on the clock with um, my nights are are num numbered over at Green Rock. Mm -hmm. So uh, and, and you're not just at Green Rock, so. In terms of your other places, how, how's everything going on with with uh, with them? Well, I have one of the restaurants, Saku, up in uh, on it's on Ninth and uh, Park in Hoboken, and uh, that one does better. The margins are much different. It's a different ball game. It's a sushi restaurant. You know, our labor is way higher. It's a completely different you know business plan, really, or business model. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, you know, they're doing much better than we are because, you know, it's a restaurant. People are still love going out to eat. People but it, 
Yeah, but that coincides with normal times where Suku doesn't slow down as much in the summer as Green Rock does. Um, you, but Suku does not have the fall that Green Rock does. Exactly. So it, it's just a different. It's a different game. It's you know, it's, if they make a million dollars in a year, their margins are very different in comparison if Green Rock made a million dollars in a year. So yeah. it's it's just yeah, it's just a different different business model. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, what ultimately like ever got you into the, you know, the whole idea. So for people, yeah, so like, know, just, just like, just like get into like your story in a sense, like started out as a pitcher, you were, you got drafted by the Red Sox. And then yeah. it's like, I guess you, you could say it. I won't, I won't say your story. Fish, for tell you, the story for me. I should got the Wikipedia up on the computer. I got your, I do have your website up. Cause I want to get into your, uh, Love that. Love that. That's new. I want to get. I want to get into your. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. But I want to get into your Fourth of July barbecue stuff because Pat Light Show. Right? I got. I, I got some things that we could. Uh, <laughs> we could, we could add in there. That might be a little bit better. But yeah, we'll fair. talk. We'll talk about that. Um, yeah. Well, I grew up in Jersey, so since this is a Jersey podcast, I'll I'll start with that stuff. You know, I grew up in Jersey. Grew up in Coltec, New Jersey. Went to you know, if you're a Monmouth County guy, went to CBA Christian Bowes Academy. Went to Monmouth University. Um, then eventually got drafted by the Red Sox. Um, left, played baseball from 2012 to 2018 with a little bit of showtime. Um, you know, played for, in the big leagues with the Red Sox and the Twins, uh, then bounced to the Pirates, then layered to the Mariners, was horrendous with the Mariners, and uh, got released, and I said, sign hard to baseball. Uh, but Green Rock and Saku happened solely because of my drinking habit in between seasons. You know, I'd come home. I moved here in 2013. Um, and I went to, I actually went to Green Rock and hated the place. Um, so it was way too small, would never go back. Um, and then my high school baseball coach called me one time. I was like, Hey, how's Hoboken? Just kind of shoot the shit. And then he was like, you got to go to Green Rock. And I was like, Oh man, that place sucks way too small. And he's like, no, you gotta go. And you gotta introduce you, introduce yourself to this, this guy. He's the owner, this guy named Paul Marcotte. Um, and obviously you guys know Paul. Um, and so I did. And that was who originally got me into Jameson because I was like a SoCo line guy in college. Like you take the most the fruitiest shots you can take in college. Um, SoCo. Wow. Yeah. SoCo. Line. I haven't taken one of those in a really long time. Um, but yeah, he got, got introduced to Paul. Paul was on his way out of Hoboken already. He left within a year. Um, and I ended up getting introduced to Danny Gray. Um, and then he did Grand Vin, which if you're familiar with Hoboken, you know, that's a nice restaurant. And yeah, I told him, yeah, I just told him if he ever did another restaurant to please include me or think of me at least. And I actually, the, I got released by the manners and about a month and a half later, um, Danny had called me and was like, would you like to do this restaurant? And so that's how the ball got kind of got rolling. It was a uh, great timing for a guy who was unemployed. Um, but uh, there you go. It, yeah, it worked. It worked. And then we started talking Green Rock just because I was over there and he was like, go for it. So I did. Yeah, I, I got to say too, we DJed your first day of ownership, which I'm very proud of. At Green Rock? Yeah. We didn't. We didn't. We did. We we didn't even know you. It was like I think it was like October of this year. No, I think or we, last I think, year. Yeah, I mean, it was. I, I haven't been an owner for a year yet. Yeah. Did we DJ's first day of ownership or his first day of managing? No, he wasn't managing because you were just there with your family and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. Uh, pretty sure. Yeah. And That's I think probably, they probably sealed the deal. You realized, oh wow, I got a great bar yeah. and some great DJ. So yeah, exactly. Stick to the Friday. <laughs> He's got happy. He's got happy I played Sweet Caroline. <laughs> There's a reason why you do every single night that I manage. <laughs> oh, man. The beginning of your story started like eastbound and down. But instead of going to Mexico, you, you went to the kitchens. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, all, <laughs> oh but it's all good. We're going to get you back in the league, my friend. I, I, lo- I love that story. 
But uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's great to see it too because it's definitely a different take than you know other people in nightlife. You know what we see from our side. You know we usually come across a lot of owners in the industry that have been in it for a while and kind of more so like came from the industry. You know, I know people that started as you know bar backs and worked their way up to becoming owners of places or bouncers that have, you know become managers to owners. So seeing you kind of come from a completely different industry and kind of work your way into Green Rock and nightlife is very cool. And, uh, and yeah, how, how was that process like at first, you know, I'm assuming it could be a little crazy, you know, you know, with everything. Well, I started at Saku. Saku sucks. I don't know if you guys have ever been in the service industry outside of being a DJ, but like it's a restaurant. So like I have to go up to tables and talk to them about how their meal is. And like they have people fucking bitch constantly. And, you know, I just went from, you know, big league baseball player who, you know, pretty much if you, ever, you know, spend any time in the big leagues, like you, everything is th- thrown at you. Like you're just pampered. And I went from that to now like waiting on these fucking idiots is like, you know, beck and call and it annoyed the hell out of me. Um, so I went, went over to Green Rock and it's such a different vibe, such a, like a more laid back as far as a management pers- perspective. Yeah. I'm more concerned about my staff. Uh, than I am the customers. If the staff is happy there, the customers are typically happier there. Yeah. You know, that's not the same at Saku. The staff could be happy at Saku, and the customers could be furious. Uh, you just you never really know. Um, yeah. So it's really honestly, it's just it's management of it's management of egos of staff. If the you know there's a lot of egos in there, especially in Green Rock, there's a lot of people that um, whether it's a customer, staff, employee member, like there is a lot of um, entitlement in, Saku, in Green Rock. A lot of people feel like they, you know, they did this for this place. They did that for this place. You know, it's so it's managing those without beating people down too much. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of comes with, comes with Green Rock too, in a sense, because it is like a small, like tight knit community. You know, me and Fisher have had the opportunities at a couple of places and definitely Green Rock like offers that like homey vibe and stuff. And I think Angelo can even attest to that too, because even he's got his chance to play at Green Rock a few times and like, pretty much knows everyone there just as me and Fisher and we've been working there, you know, for a year. I feel like that comes with the territory of, of Green Rock, that homey, you know, that, that home vibe, but also maybe that, you know, like you said, that the egos or the, the clickiness of it, and, you know, from employees to, you know, regulars and everyone that kind of comes in. So. I think, I feel like customers want to be a part of that. If they see that, you know, a lot of times they want to be like, Oh, I want to be part of this fit. Like they think this is so cool that, it's like a whole family vibe at the end of the day, you know, for a restaurant or a bar. So yeah, I, that's, it's fire though. That's awesome. Really. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, you, have you, you know, that's cheers song that talks about how like, you know, you want to go where everybody knows your name. That's what green rock is. Like it's such a community. It's such a group of people. Like, you have such a, like a strong core of regulars there. And those people, you know, part one of the biggest job as me for me as a manager um, and, you know, fish and Kev see this all the time. It looks like I'm just getting drunk with everyone, but which it is, I'm having a great time. But in reality, I like also like, that's one of the things that, you know, the guy before me, a guy named Danny Gray did, like he would, he would just, everyone loved that guy. You know, he walk into the place, like he was like, like Barack Obama or something like that. Like everyone wanted to know the guy. And I wanted to bring that back to Green Rock where, you know, Brandon can be a little intimidating sometimes. You know, Brandon is this, this, this big dude. I'm big, but like, he's a big he's guy. Got, he's got the muscles. That's why. Yeah. And like, <laughs> he, he can be a little, and, and that's, 
<laughs> he, can be, he can be a little intimidating. And he doesn't – Vein boy. Vein. They got the veins, bro. That's what it is. And that guy doesn't take shit, man. Like, I was in negotiations to buy the place, and he was still charging me for drinks. And I was like, <laughs> that guy can be tough. First time I met uh, Brandon, I just thought he was just like a, like a frat boy. I don't know why. Oh, we happened to see him man. one day, and he had like a, he. I don't. I don't even think he was working. He was just like at the bar at the time, but he had like a yeah, pretty much like an Oxford shirt on, and like and like not shorts, but he had some some type of legging contractions. I don't know what you call them. the jeggings, <laughs> the leggings, the the short pants or whatever. So the things was, that so, just show his ankles, his ankles, yeah, his ankles. exactly. Yeah. And uh, and a little backwards cap, and he had some flow at the time, and he just looked mad preppy. And he, I remember he looking us up and down and being like, uh, you know, at the time, um, shout out to, to Megan Marcotte and, and, uh, and Jeff at the time, because they kind of referred us in. And uh, I just remember like first meeting him and stuff. And he kind of looks me and Fisher up and down like, I'll boil. He's like, okay, okay. And he's like, both of you guys? Or, like, one or the other? Was, like, that was to- literally, that was literally, he said, that's literally why he booked us because it was two people. He's like, I, I've never, I've never seen two people DJ before, so I kind of want to see what ha- I kind of want to see what happens. I'm like, all right. I just remember that conversation stuff. So if we got, if we got, got the gig, I'm cool with it. Yeah, he's like, we got a couple guys on Friday, but you know, we're looking potentially to bring somebody on on you know one Friday, and you know, we we'd be interested in having you guys one night and work it out, and you know, if you guys do good, maybe we can get you in a couple more nights, you know, and kind of have that conversation and stuff. You know, nothing, nothing guaranteed. Didn't really walk out of the conversation in terms of like us being like, you know, we killed it, we rocked it. You know, what I mean, I was still like unsettled, you know, and kind of had that like not not necessarily a chip on the shoulder because didn't like go bad. It was a good conversation, but kind of that like that idea of like we need to go in and we need to fucking murder it and like solidify our spot, you yeah. know. And that that I think honestly helped us out at the end of the day because I think if it was a little bit more of a different conversation, Brandon was a little was like a little bit more opening or inviting, maybe we wouldn't have cared as much when we did it. And, you know, maybe we could have changed it. But uh, yeah, Brandon was definitely seemed a little like closed off, a little like chippy on that aspect. You know what I mean? Talking about his establishment at the time, you know, so we, we definitely wanted to, uh, you know, come in and, uh, and, and rock it at the time. Dress to you impress know? a little bit. Yeah, of course. Of course. But Pat, did you ever think like kind of growing up and stuff that you wanted to be an owner get and like, get into this? Or uh, it was just like luck of the draw, like in that what sense. Do mean, what do you mean by growing up? Like before I moved to Hobo? Like, obviously, you always want to be a professional baseball player because that's what yeah. you wanted to do and, and do it. But did, would, like obviously at the end of the day, like you can't play baseball, you know, for your, your whole life. I mean, right. I wish I could play football my whole entire life. But you get to that point, you know, where you realize, you know, I, uh, I got it's time, it's time for me to give up the game. So w- before that, you, uh, of that aspect, did you always think about, becoming an owner and like doing that like you have you always wanted to own business we always like business savvy growing up and in that aspect or I mean, was just like the right opportunity um and you just kind of you know you, you went with it um i never i never wanted to work a nine to five like i've always been i don't i don't i don't do i don't do bad like listening to people um but i've always there was like a quote back in the day um, that I was not back in the day, only a couple of years ago yeah. or who said it, but it, it stayed with me for a while. It was, if you're not working uh, to make your own dream come true, you're working to make someone else's come true. And that stuck with me. I'm oh, sorry about that. That stuck yeah. with me, um, in terms of, you know, what I wanted to do with my life. Um, and when I, I didn't know I wanted to do restaurants. I still, you know, I'm not sure this might be my last restaurant. I don't really know. Um, but I, I probably, you know, almost promise you it's my last restaurant that I, I manage, um, in any capacity. I, I've always wanted restaurants to be, um, a part of like the bigger portfolio, but not, not where I work. 
Um, so this is, you know, me managing at Green Rock just kind of happens to be right place, right time. You know, mm-hmm. I'm 29 years old, 28 when I bought it. Um, you know, I'm still young, still, still going out, still love to go to Green still Rock. Picking it, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I still love doing all those things. Yeah. Um, and it's a way to kind of close the gap on how quickly I make my return on the investment. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a good little mixture um, but again, like, I know I've talked to you guys before, you know, I don't anticipate managing more, you know, this, I originally anticipate this being my last football season that I managed at Green Rock at all. Um, it might dive into next year based on who knows with COVID right now, I'm just yeah. you know, pretty much just guessing mm-hmm. now at this point. Um, but you know, it, I always thought restaurants would be a part of it, you know, because of my connections, but, um, I still don't think at the, in the end, they will be a very significant portion of the of the bigger portfolio i think will be something else yeah and and for like just like lack of a better word like right now currently i feel like you're in like a rebranding phase Mm -hmm. i I don't know if that's the right way to describe it but it is you you started up like a website you're doing up you're doing blogs now you're you've uh, you were on section 10 and you were on hubs's podcast with barstool you did some of that stuff um, we talked about it before you did that thing with Carabas with the rock, paper, scissors, shoot, and you lost, he's got the drink down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, now pit rock, paper, scissors, abandon all of green rock. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. You next, should do next, that. You next, really should. Next, you next, do like, next, like no one, no one can do that. No, one no can. Rock, paper, scissors, if, if, if you want to request a song, you got to play us at rock, paper, scissors, shoot. And if we don't, <laughs> you'll get your song. Um, but where do you see yourself taking that? I know like you got the YouTube, you want to start some like YouTube stuff up. Mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself taking that? Cause you already have like from the baseball stuff, you have like that base following and like clearly you're trying to grow it and make it more into something different. Yeah. Before you even go into that, we can talk about the fact where my man was trying to go for the high challenge, which you could, I would love for you to elaborate on, on that feat. Oh, well, I don't know if it's a feat. Did you, did you complete no, it? I did not didn't complete it. I don't it's, even know about this. What's this? Yeah. So I called it the high camp. A little bit of it. Yeah, I called it the high camp. Oh, oh, oh. I thought we were yeah, talking. Yeah. I thought, no, I thought no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything was a mess. And <laughs> Instagram made it extremely difficult for me to complete it. Um, they One, they would ban me every now and again from sending out too many highs. So that's great. So what, what is exactly what? Cause I, I think, I don't, I don't think. So I was actually, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, sorry, Angela. No, so you're I, good. I, I, so uh, section 10 is the uh, podcast for the Red Sox for Barstool. Okay. And I do a lot of stuff with them since I stopped playing. Um, and uh, one day I was bored during quarantine and I decided that I was going to go through their followers list, which is 30, 30.3 thousand people. And I was going to say hello to every single one of them. Oh my God. Now, I didn't, I actually, the, uh, the, the worst part of the whole thing is I thought it was going to take me one day uh, because I assumed one half, day. I thought, assumed half of them were going to be private accounts. So those aren't, uh, those are knocked out immediately. And then I thought, I'm just saying hi. I'm copying, paste hi. This can't take that long. Um, and it, I don't even know if I made the halfway point. Um, I was, I would, I it would, it, you know, Instagram would stop me and then, they would ban me for like a day or two without, I wouldn't allowed to look at anyone else's followers. Like you have to go to their follower list and scroll. I couldn't, they wouldn't let me why do they, it. Why would they ban you though? That's, that's crazy. I think it's against protocol. It's like maybe spamming. Uh-huh. I don't really, really know what the exact rules are. Uh, but if you, I know if you throw too many, too many like likes or comments or anything out there too quickly, they think you have a robot doing it. Um, so they, they stop it. 
It's okay. Spotlight the robot over that's, there. That's, that's like, quick. That's hard to do though. Like I like to grow a page. Like you, I try and like just follow, like go to other accounts and just like like pictures. That's hard for me. I can imagine just saying hi to that many people. Yeah. Like, so actually, this all starts. That's crazy. When I started trying to grow, you guys, I'm, I'm sure most of you are familiar, you be familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. 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 So I, I Gary was um, brought to my Wait, attention. One second, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. Gary was brought to my attention back in 2017, and I start. He he said, if you want to grow your page, just start engaging with people on so on the whatever platform you're yeah. on. So I just started like commenting and talking to people on Instagram. I was, this is post big leagues. I had 2000 followers on Instagram. And then now based off of Gary's advice, I'm up to, you know, close to 20,000 now. That's awesome. Um, and it's just solely from commenting on people's pages. Most people think yeah. I got my following because of, because of the big leagues or because of Barstool. You know, Barstool has given me, you know, a little bit of an uptick, but it, it's really from, <laughs> from just using the platform, which is crazy. Obviously, you know, I got the check mark, you know, I did play for the Red Sox, all those things help. And obviously my comment or a like on someone's page means something more than something else. But um, for the most part, it, it, I really just gained my following solely from it, like commenting and talking to people on, on Instagram or on Twitter, which is crazy. Cause that could, yeah. that could be for us. Like say we just go to like, I don't know, like say we go to a like dream hospitality for, for example, we just search DJ and following, go to like every single DJ space, like comment, like, but like mm -hmm. it's, it is a lot of work to do that. It really is like full time job. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Like people literally run social media pages, do that. But. I say, how many accounts did you get through? I want to say I got, through, I know I got through, um, I think about 5,000 the first day. Um, so I moved that day, but from then on, like I actually, I, I saw it affecting my mood. Like I would get, I would get pissed <laughs> at people. Um, like Chelsea, you know, got it a couple times. Um, but, uh, it was, it, I don't, I, I want to say I got through maybe 15,000 counts, maybe closer to 20. And um, how long was the span you doing it? Like a week or two? Um, I would say, it, no, I w it was over a month, maybe. Wow. Close you started real hot, 5,000. Close to a month and a half. That's wild. Yeah, close wow. to a month and a half of, of work. And it was just an absolute nightmare of a, of yeah. a thing. It was Any upsides to it? Did you get any followers out of it? I gained about – They got a lot of reposts. I, I would see people be like, oh, this is random. And it was yeah. just like pet light, yep. you know, with the verified and everything. Hi. I, I would get about 1,500 – I think I got about 1,500 followers. Obviously, all Red Sox fans, so it's, it's in, you know, the right market for me to be gaining. You know, it's the right type of followers nice. yeah. um, because those are the guys that will engage with my posts. That is how I get my posts out there. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so it, there, it was some upside to it. I'd just rather an intern have to do it for me rather than me. There you, you know, go. Next time, is shit. What was the most funniest picture that you saw? Oh, I like, did you see any like crazy like pictures? Most, I, feel, most well, I don't know. Most yeah. things the the, the funniest. All right, calm down. <laughs> um, you know, I gotta I do, do it, it all the time. Right? I, I gotta do it. What was the funniest or weirdest? Like, I, I, I I'm gonna see if I can find it. 5,000 people. I can only imagine some of these pictures and stuff are, are strange or you know, yeah. They, I remember one particular picture was uh. Um, a picture of a bed and I guess it was someone's anniversary and it was like, um, you know, a, a, a guy, the husband put on the bed and, and red and like red flower, like red rose petals. Um, uh, like I'm going to eat that pussy or something like that. Oh my God. <laughs> and I said, hi on the, on the picture. 
that, that's, a, that's a Red Sox fan it's right there. All that shit. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so, um, as that one of the, 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 again, if I had helped to, to do this, one of my, I thought it was going to go a lot better because I came across really weird ass pictures and there were great like photo ops of a weird ass picture of me saying hi at the bottom. Um, and like in the beginning when I was like really gung ho about the whole thing, you I was like, screenshots. screenshots, put it out there. People loved it. And the engagement percentage on these things were outrageous because people thought it was hilarious. Uh, but I just didn't, I ran out of time. I just didn't feel like doing it anymore. I got lazy with it. So I ended up stopping it. Bro, how many, how many pictures do you think you have screenshotted? Uh, a lot. I don't know how many off time. All right. We could talk off camera. Send me a bunch of them. We can make like a compilation. Fisher wants to be your intern and he, I get, it'll take, it'll literally take me like 20 minutes. Oh, I don't have, I do actual screenshots of, uh, like, like, uh, like, yeah, of that. I can, I can send you a couple. I I don't think I have that many though. Do you have like enough probably to like say like maybe 50? No, no chance. No? All right. Oh, no, yeah, no chance. I was going to say, I could make like a minute video and you could post it on your Instagram. Yeah, that would, be, that would be hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah no, I definitely know. I, after, after a day and a half, I stopped screenshotting. And then you didn't like, – I came across mostly regular pictures. Yeah. Uh, like it was awesome. like – I probably have maybe four or five that are absolutely uh, – All right. Like, so, ab- absurd. Yeah. yeah. Were you picking was... like the first one or just scrolling? Were you like, all right, let me find something good to say hi? <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah, so no, I usually pick the, the first one no matter what it was. Um, I tried to help my girlfriend out by if the first one happened to be like a bikini shot of some girl or something like that, I wasn't going to say hi on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, because I did get a, a ton of DMs from girls uh, from Boston fans. And, uh, you know, yeah, because you're saying hi on a picture yeah, like that. Everyone's yeah, yeah. Hey, Pat likes shooting a shot over here. That's what they probably yeah. think. Um, so I did oh, that. Man. And then honestly, towards the end was the beginning of you know, this whole Black Lives Matter movement and all yeah. that stuff. And yeah. so I, I, ha- I ha- couldn't put pictures. I didn't want to say hi on any like, yeah. political or any of the black squares because uh, I didn't want – now I feel like I'm being – Yeah, that would, that would – yeah. I'm being attentive. Yeah, so yeah. That would be was, awkward. <laughs> yes. So I had, to, I had to stay away from – I had to go back sometimes. I, I would be in such a groove. I'd be saying hi, and then I'd say hi, and I'd be like, oh, no, no, I got to go back. And I got to delete that, and I went to a different picture. Uh, interesting you never know people get upset and, yeah, yeah it's just a exactly. fun thing but wow so you know. it's like it's, social media could be the best for things and it could be the or worst the worst yeah. it can be wild very very frustrating so yeah. how many like how many fo- so you did how many followers did you get out of uh everything you liked you'd say like average uh, oh average i think you said about like 1500 right yeah yeah i think i got i think 13 or 1400 new followers cool. um and let's say let's say i hit 15,000 accounts so you're looking at like 10 percent, 10 percent of followers which is pretty solid yeah, um, yeah. for people to, to follow and i'm sure it might even be end up being higher than that uh because i'm at 13 or 1400 people that stayed following me um i you know my 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 numbers here like typically i lose like 250 followers in a week and I'll gain like 300 or so. So like how many people unfollow me? I might've ended up with an even higher percentage than that, but they just didn't continue yeah. to stay following me once I didn't follow them back or whatever. This is, this is a real good knowledge and stuff. And I think, you know, we, me, you and, uh, and Fisher have definitely talked about it before, like the whole aspect of yeah. like, the marketing and the branding. I mean, at the end of the day, it's two different things, you know, us branding as DJ, you branding, you know, for you, you know, whether it be, you know, the bar or, you know, you and yourself with, with the, you know, the podcasting or, or the baseball aspect. But at the end of the day, the whole, you know, 
you know, idea of, of that branding and marketing is huge and especially using social media. I mean, this is just Instagram, you know what I mean? And I know we've had a conversation on the fact of like tweeting and stuff. And I know you're, you're solely getting really big on Twitter. Um, so in, in terms of your experience um, where you see, you know, engagement with your followers and the best retention, you know, would you say Instagram is like the go-to social media for you? Or is that something you're most comfortable with and you're looking to look at other avenues? For us, it's Instagram. We're yeah. still trying to kind of grow our own Twitter. And that's like really the one-two punch that we use for olive oil, um, I, I would say. Right, Fish? Yeah, I mean, I, I, the only, I just post what we post on Instagram on Facebook. Like yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. different. Like Facebook, Twitter, you Twitter, Twitter's Twitter's a Twitter's a good like interaction page. Mm-hmm. Like you could like, I mean, I, I think like pretty much recently the only person I've really interacted with is you. So <laughs> I don't really do. I gotta I gotta do more with Twitter. Twitter's, I gotta start. I gotta figure out meme. I gotta figure out meme life. I, I still like I can't get into it too much. But Twitter's hard for us because we're like we kind of have to go to our market too. Like our DJ market people that are into music like us, and uh, Instagram like is like with DJing, it's like our resume at the end of the day. So yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a little baby marker open up for sure. But and I feel like for Twitter, I mean, so I mean, at, at the end of the day, I think all social media is definitely more prone towards sports, yeah. you know, and um, it, more it, so on Twitter. it also shows you like, you really got to put your work in for the followers. It's not just going to yeah. come too, Cause like, you can't just like, unless you're making a hit single, like Medusa out of nowhere, like you're not going to fucking grow 10 K out of nowhere. Fucking you know what I mean? Joe Corey, bro. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, like, it, so that's that's true though that's wild yeah. uh, i gotta i gotta definitely step on that game Pat, you ever tried tiktok <laughs> no but i will say it is starting to come up more um as a as like a social media guy who i obviously you guys know you know we've had a number of, of, of conversations about it uh, i obviously value social media quite heavily as far as growing and and, and making more money and, and doing all of those things um tiktok has come up because the thing I've noticed from you guys are non-Twitter guys, which I I, pro- I agree with you on on the non-Twitter. I think Twitter will you guys will be able to show your personality a little more just because you'll be able to talk more. Uh, but Instagram is where DJs live. Like yeah, you guys, yeah. you know, pumping up, you know, getting the crowd going, whatever the case, whatever you guys put out there in music, like yeah. that's where I'm talking. You most people get Twitter to go for their news. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's you know it's I like, talk about baseball. You know I I'm, yeah. I make funny comments like yeah um, that's where I live. But I will say Twitter, interestingly enough, if you and I know you guys follow me on Twitter, but uh, videos on Twitter are have been tremendous for me. Horrible for me on Instagram. Not I don't know why. But I haven't really tried, put too much effort into it. But I have put. Tough. I, instead of tweeting and writing what I'm saying, I just say the tweet instead. You know, and put obviously put a little, you know, whatever into it, you know, a little bit of palate flavor to it. And I post it. The engagement, you know, my typical engagement rate is gonna be somewhere between one and four wow. percent on a on a on a video, it is usually between fifteen and twenty five percent. Wow. It, it's, That's wild. Really? That's good information. Really? It, yeah. ma- it makes sense though, because you just retweet it. Like people just retweet. You see it pops up, shared. You know. So. People, I think the, another thing you t- I look I look a lot into the psychological world world of it is you're just when you're on Twitter you're just seeing tweets, seeing tweets, seeing tweets. When words, words, it, words, words, words. Yeah, if you see a, it disrupts your pattern, and immediately yeah. now you stop and okay, let's see what he has to say. You just click on the media that's in the tweet that's going to boost engagement. And now they're going to listen to me. They might listen for four seconds or not, whatever. My, usually my, my, my video is usually under 30 seconds. Um, and now if they agree, now I have a little more personality behind it. You know, maybe it's a retweet, maybe it's something else, who knows. But that engagement percentage 
you know, pushing 20% is now getting that tweet, that tweet further out there than it typically would have already gotten out there. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing too. Like on Twitter, people are looking for, especially now, like people are really looking for other people's opinions of like stature, quote unquote, to agree with their own opinions, or maybe it like takes their bias and makes it even more towards that. So that makes a lot of sense that what you're saying, like it really, I, I can't even, I don't even know how to explain. Yeah, it. I see what you're saying. It's like you know what opinions, I mean? opinions at this time can be valued extremely high in one hand or extremely disregarded to the point. But of it like makes, it makes like, sense why you know, making, like, you know, like, why out. making that video and like you voice, like, I'm, like most of your stuff is baseball related. So like, if you're talking about the players association, you're talking about like the owners, whatever people want that, um validation yes that validation that like okay yes that yeah. somebody else is saying this too like and I even want, more to I come, that this is my opinion as well yeah. like you know and even more to come by from somebody who played the game and has been yep. in the game mm-hmm. like that. like that's yeah. huge you know it's not just ak me or somebody joe schmo who's like a baseball fanatic to say at the end of the day like you're you know a guy who played in the league played with these people dealt with these people you know what i mean and so you know if anything you have a stronger voice in, in uh you know and what's being said. Yeah, no doubt. You get, honestly, the thing that I've noticed the most is you, especially on Twitter is you got to take an opinion. Um, a lot of times I put, I push an opinion out there that obviously I never get into politics, but in baseball, I'll push an opinion out there that might be unpopular that I don't necessarily agree with, but I know it's going to get people to talk. Mm-hmm. And now I can talk with people. Like I'll, I'll be like, Oh, you know what? That's a great point. And I, I already knew that point, but I'm going to, I'm going to make you feel like you have that point and play the psychological card. Oh, wow. You know, I, oh man, I beat Pat in an argument today or he agreed Ooh, with me. He retweeted me. Now he's going to go tell his family. He's going to tell his friends. Now he's going to get a few of those people are going to come look at my stuff. Now if they like it, they're going to follow. And you just get the people talking as much as you can about like, I tweet things constantly all the time that I don't agree with myself and, or that I push a little bit further than I know it's going to push a few people's buttons. Yeah. Like my most aggressive tweets are against Yankee fans. Like you know how easy it is to push Yankee fans' buttons. Oh yeah. Uh, I told I tweeted today that the Garrett Cole like was brutal. I played with Garrett. I love the guy, but I, I said <laughs> this guy's this guy's gonna suck. And Yankee fans went nuts. Yeah. Oh, shit. Went nuts. <laughs> I then, saw people oh, go like, you know, they love Garrett in the, in the uniform and stuff. That yeah. he looks great here, yada yada. Yeah, and now <laughs> Yankee fans come swarming, and when Yankee fans come swarming, my followers who are all Red Sox fans come down, and now it's a shit show. And now instead of four, four, five thousand. The rabbit hole goes. You literally bro. just had to just start Twitter fights over here. Have <laughs> you just started Twitter fights? Pull the strings, true. baby. Pull the strings. Wow. See, that's so, so funny. I'd love that. Like, I can agree with that wholeheartedly. Not in the sense that I ever came out of people, but I know people that did that for DJs. For example, one of our one of our buddies back in the day, shout out to the boy Vinny Scalia, like tweeted at Steve Angelo and was like making fun of Steve Angelo. And Steve Angelo was going back to him. It was like throwing shade back. And it was like a 10 tweet exchange, like in the beginning of Twitter. And like, you know, regardless or not, if he won or whoever won that situation, Vinny would kept tweeting about it so That's much crazy. and everyone was on that. Steve Angelo, blo- I think we think he blocked him, right? Yeah. He like blocked him or something like that. And then even more so, not even on the DJ side to go into the sports. Like we had a buddy that was going over Revis that said some crazy yeah. stuff, Steve. And yeah. to the point where a local news station picked it up because Steve said some crazy shit that basically he was like, if, if Revis leaves the jets, he's going to end it all here. He's going to kill, Re- yeah, like kill himself. Yeah. Basically kill himself. And oh. Revis literally was like, this is, yeah. He was like, please don't do this. Please don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, 
And then Steve's like, I got Terrell Revis to tweet at me. He was like freaking out. Yeah. And they got these like local, like, you know, sports. I think, it was like, I think it was like, I think it was News 12, honestly. That yeah. yeah. We're like crazy Jet fan is like tweeting at Revis saying it'll end it if he, if he leaves, you know, like. That's so funny. And I mean, he and, ended up leaving. He ended up not actually yeah. doing it. But, but, uh, but I'm saying even from Revis' side there, maybe he didn't necessarily <laughs> think of the way of Pat, but that 100% like gave him extra publicity. And it wasn't yeah, really negative. Essentially, aspect, like, you know? really, all you like, I feel like, like, basically, what we're saying is just be a troll, <laughs> and just <laughs> and just and just make sure just just don't get political about it. Just be a troll, and you'll no, get no, intera- no. no, no, do it, and you'll get interactions because clearly it works. Yo, you'll get that. interactions, but not all interactions are created equal. No, 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 yeah, no yeah. they're not. They're not. They're definitely not. Don't get me wrong. But like, I don't really think being will get is is it goes against being, like is is all publicity good publicity? So like yeah. you know, I take the example of like the DJ's tweet and ha- like that one that one guy saying, uh, Pat, "Did you see this by the way? This guy yeah. needs to back when, his ass, or need, yeah. this guy needs a license to back for that ass." Back yeah. So this. back uh, when DJ's like op- opened for the first time and like they packed the place out or whatever, like three so, four weeks ago when they. Yeah. Were, yeah, yeah like seriously open, it got really crazy. Yeah, they, they did like, they did like, it, it got a little absurd and whatnot. And then um, some kid tweeted about it and like tagged Murphy, tagged the New Jersey case. Yeah, like I, will, I, I want everybody arrested that was here. Like all these people are slobs, whatever. And then well, Angela, what did some kid respond to? There was like, like, there was a guy in the video, there was like a, a guy like, like turn, like doing it like a spin, like a 360, like shaking his butt. And the, <laughs> this guy tweets like, yeah, I need this guy arrested for not having a license, like uh, driving this pickup truck or something, or backing this truck up. <laughs> it was. I think it got the most retweets, more than the original one. More than the original post. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, <laughs> I love that shit. Like, it's so funny. Like all of all of our best tweets are me talking shit about like South Jersey and Central Jersey. That's because you have a number of people that are going to agree with you, and, and now you're yeah, that can back up. Too. Right. Exactly. Your people that love Olive Oil are going to be like, yeah, fuck that. It's right. Yeah. And they're yeah. going to retweet it. And then their friends are going to, they're not even know who you are yet, maybe, but they're going to retweet it. And now Olive Oil yeah. gets further and further. Yeah. That's it's, just, it's, just, yeah. it's just a matter of like picking those like right moments to do it. Cause like yeah. I, think our, I think ours was like, it was like New Jersey's like birthday, like the day that the state was founded. It was like, what's your favorite thing about New Jersey? And I like quote tweeted and said, North Jersey, like 600 wheat sheets later. <laughs> and it's just like a thread of people from like south jersey just going at us like fuck yeah. you like no way or the, yeah or the girl, jersey, bro exactly or the north jersey people is like you know being pro but that's yeah, so exactly. interesting like i never thought about twitter necessarily that way but i think you're right pat adding that like level of controversy and maybe what you're saying not like maybe in the set in the sense of being like a complete troll and just like ripping on people but bringing up something that could be on un- un- like you know had that little unpopular opinion could help and I'm, I think, honestly, I'm going to use something like that on our aspect of DJing. Like, maybe we, you know, openly talk about, like, your DJ industry on uh, maybe some unpopular things that we think about that could necessarily help, you know, add, uh, you know, add to our followers and, and grow our community. Yeah, yeah we, I mean, go. Yeah. I mean, this go, thing, go. The, the, something, you know, I don't know, you know, the DJ world well enough. So, I, yeah. it's, you know, you guys have to translate this from, you know, baseball talk to, to DJ talk. But, you know, the things that do the best for me, again, it's just not even about trolling. It's about just taking a side. Um, for me, I'm, I happen to be part of, in my opinion, you know, probably minus soccer, you know, one of the best rivalry in all of sports, which is in Boston and New York. Um, and, you know, me talking about Yankee fans is as easy as it gets for me. I mean, it's a layup. Uh, and that's, I know, is going to get engagement. Like, I mean, for today, for example, like I had, I, I aim for 100,000 impressions a day on Twitter. And, 
I was having a horrendous day. I was, I was tweeting my ass off. And I, was, I think before this podcast, about an hour before this podcast, I was like at 25,000 impressions. And that is not a good look going this wow. late at night. And I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to look for something here just to try to see if I can get something that's going to push the envelope a little bit. And there's a big baseball guy. He happened to tweet about Gar- this new rule in baseball because of COVID. And it was a Garrett Cole uh, pitching. And I was just like, I didn't, I didn't start a fight with Yankee fans, but I just said, oh, this sucks. Like, you know, a lot of pitchers are going to hate this new rule because of such and such. And coming from an ex-pitcher, all that good stuff coming with it, this guy who's a big pop baseball, popular baseball account retweeted it. He's got like 300,000 followers. And boom, now my impressions, I think my impressions were before the podcast, it was um, before this podcast started, I was like 25,000. And now, you know, I'm at 97,000. Wow. Um, so it's like it, but the, the, the main, the always the common denominator. And if you listen to anything Gary Vee says about social media, the common denominator is always people just constantly push out content. Mm-hmm. And like, I am constantly tweeting when I, from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. And Do you think there's, there's too much content in, in, in a sense? In like, Twitter? You know, like there's, there, wait, what I, what the, there's another quote that's great about this is there is no such thing as great as, as too much great content. There's, if you're making shit, yeah, there's plenty, yeah. way too, there's way too much of that. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, Danny Gray is one of my best friends in the world. And we talked about it one time and he was like, you know, talking about how this guy posts too much. This guy posts too much. Like you can't post too much on, on Saku's thing because of such and such. I was like, okay, well, is you think posting too much is a problem? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, do you follow Barstool? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, they post about 15 to 20 times a day. Do you unfollow them? No. Well, they're posting funny stuff. Exactly. So it's not about the number of posts yeah. that you hate. It's about what you're seeing in the posts. It's the quality. It's the quality. Shit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah post yeah. good shit. People are gonna. You can post it literally as many times during the day as you want. People will love it. Hmm. That's interesting because, like me and Fisher, I think I think all DJs honestly have had this, and we've had this talk too. And I think I think me and Ryan kind of align more with Danny on that. I, that sense but for instagram specifically yeah oh yeah instagram specifically but you bring up a good point on that aspect i mean if barstool does put up another i am snacking video i'm definitely unfollowing them because it's like the (laughs) fifth time but you know you 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 did have definitely a point there on that aspect um and and yeah i think with instagram maybe i guess for specific pages you know for example if we were like more of a meme page or a video page you know, you definitely need that content, like firing and stuff. Um, yeah, but, but for us, like we, we will take the road in the sense that, you know, we'll hold back on a post if we don't think that it's, you know, quality. Cause there is, there like, there, there is DJs that we follow who like some of them post like three times a day, but it's like, you're, if you're just posting the same picture from the same photo shoot. Yes. It's, it, yeah. It, it, it's tough to tell like what is I, good content, what's bad content in that exactly. sense. So it's very, you know, perspective. I think, I think if it's but. all different, like if you keep posting and it's like all different stuff. So say you have a vlog or something, yeah. or say you have production classes or as a DJ or just like something like different every time, I think it's good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I agree. Like if you're posting the same lifestyle picture every day, you're yeah. going to be like, all right. What I actually like what you do, Angelo, is like your Instagram is actually kind of like, aesthetically pleasing because all your pictures have like similar filters on it like i don't that, that i don't know like that purple or magenta yeah. kind of look to it and stuff which i think is cool because if you look at the page you know individually the pictures look good but as a whole you know what i mean they come together too which is something me and fisher have never thought about doing i don't know if you ever thought about doing that pat 
on that aspect. I have. I have thought about doing that. Um, I'm not good at it though either. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And I've I never definitely like I liked. You know the fil- the filter's cool. I just kind of I just started having all my mashups and edits on one side, so like they all line up. So I just know it's two posts and then an edit, two posts so and if, an edit. Like if you were to view the the actual profile page, you're saying right? You'll yeah, see yeah, like right edits yeah, in the beginning you. and then like other pictures. Yeah, and and aesthetically, I, it looks good. Well, thank you, thank you, by the way. But every every picture only compliment you're getting. Yeah, yeah. every picture is always like a swipe right to something else, you know. So it's not just pictures of me you know so like maybe i'll have like again merch or the mix or something like that so mm-hmm. yeah i mean me me and kev have really treated like the olive oil account as more of like a personal account in a sense it's like yeah we post about like the music that we're putting out and stuff like that but like all of our pictures and stuff are very like nonchalant like none of them are any professional looking at that's all. not you though that's not i you. guess like, i guess not yeah. i don't know I, like I you don't guys know. are prof- i'm not saying you get like you guys are professional but like you you guys are like yeah i i at, at times i think it you know it definitely pulls out our personality and i think you're right on that aspect but other times i think like potentially it could be hurt harder hurt us you know or maybe somebody that does kind of look in from the outside maybe views us as not as professional you know versus others yeah but, I mean, you know i think like you I, get I, to know us that's kind of how we rock I, I mean, like me, 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 me being me, I like to look at it as like, it's like, it's punk rock, bro. Like fuck social media kind of thing. It's like, but that's Not just me. Yeah. yeah, it could be. That's <laughs> could definitely be. all fish. Have you ever thought about doing something like that in terms of like, do you try to keep your pictures like professional or just kind of post you, po- you post a lot of your tweets. I know. Yeah. So I actually have a, I have a theory right now going, um, and that's why I post my, no one knows this, you guys will now know it. But the, my theory right now Super is that I, that I can post Instagram content on Twitter and it will do better on Twitter and I'll post Twitter content on Instagram and it'll do better. So like you just buy, they switch the content. Um, and because again, it goes back to disrupting patterns is people I tweet tweets on Instagram is a little bit more common now. Um, mm-hmm. but it's just a little bit different where it gets people to stop and read what was, what is said. Interesting. Um, rather again, cause my whole thing is though, but like I'm on, you know, the way I operate my, you know, you know, website or whatever the case is I'm looking for impressions. Like solely I'm looking, trying to get as many people to see, cause that's how you bring in ad revenue um, is the more impre- that people pay per impression. What's necessarily an impression, whether they like or retweet or. Oh, just or- seeing the post. P- oh, okay. com- yeah. Companies. So just like are- scrolling through. Yeah. So, like, so you're like you're would, like on Instagram, what would it be like your reach or whatever? Be, no, there is a actual place. If you go into your, uh, insights. Cause I'm sure you guys are a business account, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, if you go into your insights, um, you will see an activity. Um, it will say, uh, reach and then impression. So, um, it'll be different. So my reach is, you know, last week was 12,000. My impressions were 82,000. Um, very different number, but you know, these companies, and I learned this from Barcel is these companies pay you off impression because they want to just want to see how many people are going to see their brand. Wow. So that's all their limit is like, you know, say, you know, I did, a, I did a thing with Bushmills, you know, Bushmills whiskey just wants to get as many people to see their brand. So when next time they're liquor, they're at the, not so people, you know, go to their website now and purchase, but next time at their liquor store, they're like, Oh yeah, Bushmills, maybe we should try that. And now that's how, that's why it's so, that's why they pay per impression instead of paying on conversion. Cause it's so difficult yeah. to find out what the conversion ratio is unless you get someone to code. So that's, that's all right. That's, that's very interesting to see. Yeah. Pat is just dropping some great marketing knowledge. Yeah, I know. It's, right it's, it's like, because I always took it like as if more people comment and like, that's what. I was the same way. That's yeah. why I stopped. I, it's different. Again, you guys, 
you're not a media company. You're you're looking as as a DJ, which ultimately your guys' DJing skills yeah. will be the what what makes you guys popular. Mm. Um, not your Instagram account necessarily, but um, you'd be surprised though. To I, to a yeah. point, we've actually not been booked for gigs because of our Instagram, I guess aesthetic. I don't know if it looked unprofessional or some people actually play to like the followers and, and aspects of it. So there is like a, a little bit, but well, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, if I was, if I was you guys doing running my Instagram account, I would be, you know, my whole life. I mean, you guys have probably, you know, I know uh, Kev, you work for ADP, so you have another job. You can't be doing this uh, fish. I know you do a bunch of different gigs and even I think without Kevin sometimes. Um, so, you know, it's not, it, it's time consuming, but, you know, what I would be doing is I'd just be literally nonstop commenting to get my following above 10,000. Cause I don't think there's a job in New Jersey that you couldn't get. If you're have you have a reach of 10,000 people on your Instagram account, yeah. maybe, you know, more key in those guys over there, yeah. they don't, they'll give those jobs away to those people. But I don't know if there's a job in New Jersey that wouldn't book you. And you uh, just, now you, just, you can start setting your price on, on certain gigs. Yeah. yeah right. Have, you yeah. have the whole state that you could get a job in. And it's just that you just, I feel like you just want it to be as authentic and as organic as possible. Of course. Yeah. And but again, commenting or liking, like right now I'm on a like kick because I just don't feel like commenting on people's page. Mm -hmm. So I'd like about a thousand pictures a day. Wow. Um, and what's going on? You got this whole thing detailed up, man. That's yeah. great. I know what this I'm is doing. great knowledge. But this I'm, is what I've I been do. taking notes. Been taking I'm, notes. Just, <laughs> seriously. I have I'm so about to rewatch this. Just take notes on it. So much free time. Like, but what I'm doing is I'm putting my. I don't care about the picture you put up, but I'm going to put. I know most people have their Instagram notifications turned on. Mine are off, but I know most people's are on. So now my my fate, my name just popped up on your phone, and now I'm going to get my name to pop on. On probably I'm probably doubling up on people, but let's say you know 500 to a thousand accounts people a day are going to see my name and now you get to decide whether or not you follow me or not. But that's what com combos with my, my content is that you're going to come to my page and make a decision. And I have to have stuff that I'm posting constantly about baseball, about whatever. So that when you come, you, I hope that the decision you make is to stay and follow. Mm -hmm. that's and for the analytics. Um, so for example, let's say you go like a thousand people that you don't necessarily follow. They pop onto your page. When they pop onto your page, does that count as the reach aspect or the impression? It only counts the impression if they actually click on like one of your Instagram posts. They got to they see a post. They got to see a post. Okay. Um, uh, from what I understand, I could be wrong on that. but I feel like 99% of people though, when they go onto a page, will click on a post. I, yes. mean, I do it. Yes. Any new person yeah. I'm on yeah. Instagram, I'm clicking on at least one post. Yes. You're, looking at, you're looking at something that the guy's posting and that's again – where you talk about videos, you talk about, you know, Angela, who's got that, that, that stuff that, you know, you know, how do you aesthetically please it? Like, these are the things that are going to change the game because the biggest thing that I do, like when I'm looking at people's pages is that is, is who is this? Is this somebody like this person liked it? This person liked it. Okay. I'm going to go over to the page and if it looks legit, okay, now this might be somebody like I might want to collab with this person. I might want to follow this person because I want them liking my stuff. So their follower, my stuff gets pushed out to their followers. You know, it's all, it's just one big game of trying yeah. to gain more. Yeah. Gain Merck, Merck, I just came up with a great idea. What's up? We Pat light follows us, right? Okay. Let's let's go to his page and just start liking all of his followers' shit. Yeah, because they're I mean, gonna go to they're gonna go to our page, see that you follow us, and be like, "Wait, who are these kids?" And then we're just gonna write underneath official DJ of Pat Light. Yeah, I'll put that. I'll put it in the description. There you go. 
Smart. <laughs> really, <laughs> honestly, yeah, it's smart if you do That's that. That's not like, a bad idea. It's <laughs> not a bad idea. It's really, it's, it's not a bad idea because you're gonna it's get people to follow you. Yeah, yeah. People are going to come. I engage with you guys pretty much in every post you make. Like you're going to see, you're gonna be, you're gonna be a green rock guy. I'd be on Jared's. I'd be on Jared. Yeah. Uh, you know, right. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. It definitely has worked because, like, even just from you know the human perspective, which at the end of the day is it, a big thing too. Like, I have a lot of friends that come to Green Rock and like will reference Pat, like, or Brandon on that even aspect, and maybe not even necessarily like knowing them from owners uh, as our owners rather. Like I've had people that have interacted with me on social media and then I've kind of brought that aspect. Yeah. And, stuff. and it'll so, be like, Oh, I saw, I saw them on your Instagram. I saw them on your Twitter. Yeah. And it's like, Who are they kind of thing? Yeah. This is some great knowledge. I mean, Pat, for anybody listening really out there, yeah, I got really a, good. I got a question it's too. Huge. Have you yeah. got, have you ever used uh, Instagram ads before? Or? I have. And like, what do you think of them? Cause I, I was actually trying to use them for my mix and I didn't know how, I've, I've heard like you have to put a good amount of money in in order to do it. You don't want to put too much, too little. Yeah, you do. I mean, they, they let you narrow your, your field quite a bit. Like I remember the last, I, la- I haven't done it in a year or so, but the last one I put out, you know, I was able to target people in, in Boston or around Boston that also talk about the Red Sox. Like I was able to you narrow. Like keywords, the- right? That's awesome. Huh? You could like use like keywords yeah. essentially, right? Yeah. yeah. Remember, we did it we did one time for the yeah. first. And we did it with a college, I feel like. Remember, we did the yeah. like, class of, right. or we did exactly. like, anybody yeah. with like mm-hmm. MSU. Or, State in their bio, Patterson, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Class yeah. of 20, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I think they're, they're, they're useful. They're definitely useful to get people to see your brand more. Um, my biggest complaint with them is how many of us interact with, with ads on our, on our, once we notice it's an ad, typically, at least I do, is I scroll. Yeah, I move yeah. on um, because I just think it's some bullshit. Um, you really got to put a different twist on that picture or that whatever the case may be to get people to stop. I think Gary Vaynerchuk one time was literally yelling stop. Like he had like all of a sudden, as I follow Gary, but I got an ad and all of a sudden like it was him screaming at me to stop. <laughs> and I did. I didn't listen to his empathy wines pitch. But I did stop. Um, so I think they're useful, but I think they're, it's tough. Uh, I and think it's definitely. tough to follow. And, and like even even that could go back to like the Firefest crap. Like they, they did that orange block and people, it was apparently like the most unused color on Instagram. And once yeah. you saw that orange no block, but it forced people to stop. And that's why a million people fucking went down to an island and got screwed over. Yeah. I think, I think, I think the, um, I think Instagram apps are great for uh, people who are actually selling something yeah. like selling a product. Uh, because again, you, you talk about like you, you scroll, you know, you know how many times we all talk about how like our phone's listening to us and all of a sudden we see an ad on our phone. That's, you know, paper towels. Cause I told my brother, I need paper towels. Like, you know, those things now I'm at the store later. I'm like, Oh yeah, I saw this. I want, let's try this product out. Whereas for people like us who like I'm promoting a brand that I'm not selling anything yet. Like I'm just promoting myself and trying to gain that following you guys are promoting, you know, a DJ service. Um, you, your clientele is bar owners right now or club yeah. owners, you know, how many people are you actually reaching that are the people, the decision makers there? Yeah. Probably not that many. And yeah. no one is very few. And I don't know, Angela, have you tried them yet? Um, I was, I haven't tried the, like what Instagram app? No, I haven't. Um, it was going to be, it would either be for like my mix or merch. I think merch is, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of ideal, but it has to be like 
okay, this looks cool. Like this is, what is this? Like, yeah. it's gotta be like, if you're going to, honestly, if you're going to do it for merch, dude, get a chick with big ass tits or uh, like for yeah. lack of a better whoa, 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 way, whoa, whoa, lack whoa, of a better whoa. way to put it. I'm not kidding. Cause we did that. We did, <laughs> bro, we did it for that video for Murphs and we had Victoria's butt front and center and the thing's got 10,000 views. It did. It did. It works. That's no, it works. Sex I hate her from it too. <laughs> Sex sells, bro. It does. Oh, it does. No, no. It, it, Fish uh, is not no, a sin. It definitely does. Fish is no, not uh, if, you're, if you're selling merch, I'm a, I, I like common sense, bro. <laughs> no, it works. That, that stuff works. It's, I hate to say it that way, but it, that's the best way to no, say it. You're right, though. Like straight up. That's why for uh, for Pat, we're actually going to have him throw a uh, throw 100 miles an hour in Green Rock. Yeah, that I definitely can do that right now, bro. Bro, is it ninety feet? You think you think from the beginning of Green Rock from from the, the door end, to the kitchen? You think uh, we got ninety feet? Uh, yeah. But what, are, but, but what are the odds you hit the cage though? I mean, you know how narrow that is. I know. There's no way I'm throwing. You're a baseball player, you, bro. You, bro you played in the league. That's, yeah, of course I played in the league, but I was done in the league because my control problems. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know this is this is not that's not an easy throw. And I'm definitely not – first off, the uh, mound to home plate is 60 feet. It's not 90. That's 60, 90. Sorry, 60, 90. Yeah. yeah 90 Merkel, did, Merkel, didn't, Merkel didn't play in high school. Yeah, a, yeah. Merkel stopped uh, at Little League. But, right. yeah. Senior, no, senior, I, league, senior I, league, senior oh. league, senior league, senior league. Yeah. All right, well, we, we got 60 feet. I mean, we definitely have 60 feet. Definitely have 60 feet. I cannot throw on right now. Though. I'm telling you right now, when we come back, that's, that's a money – that's a viral post right there. I'm telling you right now, Pat, even if you throw, like, I don't know if you saw the Spice Adams thing. I keep seeing this Spice Adams, like – like uh, the yeah, the dude from the Bears. He's like pretending to throw, and in the video, he's like, "I'm gonna throw 95." He like throws this dumbass fucking literally uh, lollipop over it. The kid misses the the ball. I think like on purpose, and he turns around and goes, "I think that was 97." And I started <laughs> losing my you shit put, over it. Like we had something dumb like that. Put Merkel like, in, in the catcher's outfit too. Like you gotta have him. Yeah, all we'll have stuff. we actually have something. Like, I can't. Not, I'm thinking it right now. We have Bernard or Larry. As the batter, there we go. you go and throw it. Actually, you don't even hit the pitch. You beam them. And then someone has a fake radar gun that has a piece of paper saying 100. Like, oh, we got him at 100. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It would be. That would work. Come on, bro. That bar on the right, that bar on the right would be scary, though. <laughs> no, 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 no one could be at the bar. No one could be in the bar, obviously. No, 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 no. This so, is like this is like when we I got great up. content for you, Pat. I when mean open opening up. day, when we get back up, we just call it opening day. And you should throw out the first pitch in front of Green Rock before you let people in. That's another good idea, too. <laughs> throw out the first pitch. Yeah. Right on the sidewalk over there. Definitely, we'll do it. It could be a wiffle ball. We'll do it. I'm telling you, another great idea. Bar gets really packed. If you want to cut the line to get in, you got to get a hit off Pat Light. Yeah, that sounds like a great way to shut that. That's 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 literally in this battle. Pat, you really got to listen to these two idiots all the time. (laughs) Good content. It's more more so marketing. More so Merkel. No, but honestly, like at the end of the day, like this has been great on the aspect of marketing. I mean, I've learned a lot uh, on that aspect because for me, like Fisher said, it's always been like likes, comments, and like that followers aspect. But at the end of the day, you could have hundred thousand followers in the world, but if they're not authentic and they're not like reaching out, you know, how much pull do you really have? So I think like, like for, for me, I'm going to be focusing more attention on that reach and on that impressions. Like I just checked now last week, we had about 2,200 on that reach aspect, but 17,000 on impressions. So I guess that's good in that sense. It'd be you know, actually, yeah. That was like, that was like this, that was the same thing as May, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. around yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. 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 you got, you got, you got, you got more followers, bro. So fuck you. <laughs> 
I, I <laughs> all right, well, I, I'm not going to lie. All right, I'll, I'll listen, I was being nice. I had a thousand more, but still, you know, I'm just letting you guys know. Yeah. Which, which is, which is kind of crazy to think about. Like, and now that I know that the fact of like the impressions, like, I think like when we were talking about it, like, you know, we don't really post on our actual pictures a lot, but we post the shit out of our content and our stories and stuff. And yeah. I feel like that really, you know, attracts and draws and gets people on and because the more that goes with the Explorer. All, all going back to where this conversation originally started, the TikTok shit, <laughs> apparently the TikTok shit is the easiest way to grow that following as of right now. Yeah. Apparently, like, apparently it's so easy to get on that For You page or whatever the hell they call it. And just to grow just based off of that. I think we put up, we have like three videos up. Like one of the videos has like 450 views and it's just me shooting the confetti on the bar. That's literally all it is. And it just says like, I've literally made a caption content. No, TikTok, TikTok did a great job of people. People don't care really about Instagram or Twitter. And really, they really care about followers. People want to feel cool. So TikTok did a great job of getting people on the platform and then promoting themselves, promoting the people inside the platform so much that they started growing a tremendous amount. Um, and now everyone wants to go over there because they feel like they can get a bunch of followers from TikTok, which they can. They definitely can. I, and I thought about it because yeah. just because my, my, my stuff on Twitter, like I told you guys, I've been trying to do videos a little bit more on Twitter. I'm not, you're not going to see me do any dances. Um, but, you know, um, we saw the blinding lights. We saw, that. we saw the blinding lights dance. We got that. We got the I like to move it, move it. We got that. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, but I, I don't think you'll see more of that. But you know, if I, you know, there is, I think the, the, there's a, also, there's a market there that hasn't really been reached yet on TikTok of people to not do just dances. Like I think yeah. that was the craze. That's what everyone came for. But it's a video platform. Like Instagram's really a picture. Twitter's words. Like it's a video platform. If you go over there and you guys post your your you know the stuff you know, like Green Rock doing crazy shit you know whatever you know and then I'm I'm, I'm looking to post just basic videos of myself talking about baseball because that is what people consume over there. They can they're looking for videos. For videos and um, and, sh and short. Yes, very and they're short, not, and they're, they're again. TikTok is you know has a lot of people on there right now that want to see the dances and stuff like that, and those girls in bikinis, which is outrageous. But you know, you there isn't many people over there doing stuff like at least what I would do and what you would do. There's not many people yeah. over there doing that right now. Yeah, and I mean, no Angel, group. you could talk to about this a little bit with your boy Tempo. Does he have like a million followers or a million views or something? He just got he just got a million views on one of his videos, and the the whole thing was him. He would do like. He'd be like, all right, top five Migo songs. And he'll just like, he'll put in like quick dude, five quick Migo songs. And he, he grows, he literally grows so much every day. He, yeah, works, yeah. That's, he wakes that's up and he does, he does a video a day, every day. That's I mean, honestly, right now, if you put up a video, Angelo, on TikTok and just said top five Avicii songs, and I came across on, on TikTok, I know yeah. I would stop and listen to what the, the top five you have are. I would listen to the entire thing and then I got to cook each of that day. Definitely no, Kygo. Right, right. You're Push right. You're right. Kygo. Yeah. But that's, these are the things like you got to get people to stop and listen to because I know TikTok is all about right. is if people uh, replay your video or not. They listen, they yeah. watch the whole thing. You know, that's where they push for their out. And stuff like you got to give that goofy ass smile the whole time. He's got to be cheesing the whole you, time. You really, it's all about engagement too. You can't just be like, you know, playing your song. You kind of like got to, you got to yeah. like, you want people to duet you and all that crazy stuff. Yeah, but yeah. there is there's stuff there's there's an opportunity for people outside of the dance community in TikTok right now. I I'm trying to figure out how to capitalize on it. I just haven't figured it out how yet. Yeah. 
But again, I, 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 I think post. what my whole thing is post and figure out later. Like that, yeah. me posting, I don't give a crap. Like you see a lot of these. Like if you watch again, I always go back to Gary V. You watch Gary V's very first YouTube video is the most amateurish video of all time, but no one cares about it. Everyone thinks he's a social media marketing genius because of the stuff he puts out now. The wine, it was the whole wine thing, right? Yeah. He sat in his basement or like in the wine store and in front of a little table and sipped wine and talked about it. That's all he did. And now it's obviously, it's a huge brand, but it it wasn't then. And like, so I'm all about posting again and changing my view from, from comments and likes, which, you know, is now that, it actually pushes you guys to not post much because yeah. if you don't think the post is going to get a lot of comments and likes, you're not going to post it. Whereas I'm looking at, I just want to get as many eyeballs on my page. Exactly. As possible. Right. Yeah. And the more and, and more you I, post, that, the more and more it's going to that, come change, that changes the way you're going to think about everything. Changes the game. I'm telling yeah. you, my Twitter is never, has, has not stopped growing since I started this. Uh, my Instagram, I'm trying to, trying to figure it out still. Like, I'm still posting a lot more. I'm still doing that. But again, I, po- I post, 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 and then that decision post that I posted um, where I'm yeah, going to yeah. make a decision. You got to see post. more TBTs of you back in the day throwing the TBTs. ball. People love baseball pictures, but honestly, I didn't play long enough in the show to have that many pictures that I haven't already posted. So uh, we, I don't. We, we, we need that intentional walk, bro. We need that intentional walk. Yeah. That would be a great TikTok. Be yeah, like, that would be good. And in my work. baseball career, and check. And- like, something <laughs> dumb like that. You know what I'm talking about, though? Like, something. Yeah. That would actually, you know. Bro, that'd go viral. That'd be good. That'd be really good. That'd be really good. That's how I got the league, check. That's like- one of the things I hear. Like, you literally, you take whatever is viral right now and just put it in your own way. Like, that's, that's can, what God, everything man. is. Kevin. Be your manager a little bit. Kevin, I promise you. And when we get off this, t- off this, that will be my first ever TikTok. <laughs> that would be great. Brilliant idea. So, a- Angela, what we are talking about is when you're on the Twins, right? Like, yes. like yeah. something when, like that. You, when you, you could when, be like, just got into the league check and then like do it. And then like, all right, rest when, in peace. Like when, when, when Pat, like when Pat was, like yeah, when Pat was playing for the Twins, <laughs> he uh, was intentionally walking somebody and overthrew the catcher and they scored a run. On the intentional walk. <laughs> on the intentional walk. It was probably the most embarrassing baseball moment. We of my life. we we added on the loop at the TVs at Green Rock when that through that video that I, <laughs> I forgot at the end. It's on oh. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the, if you, you type in Pat Light on YouTube, it's the first thing that pops up. Yeah, I think if you type in <laughs> Pat Light on Google, it, it the first like when you know they give you suggestions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the first one is Pat Light intentional walk. Yeah, <laughs> I so, Somebody actually wrote like like an article or like an opinion saying it. that like they tried to amend something about like the intentional walk due to it. I don't think it was true. So, but. No, so they it was so I actually am in, I am in the history books in somewhat capacity in in, in baseball because I am the last person ever, they, that year they changed they axed they, the intentional walk. You don't have to throw pitches anymore. So I am the last person in Major League Baseball history to to fuck up an intentional walk. No way. So it is. Okay. Oh, yeah. You got to get that. That's, that's got to go next to Carabas' jersey. That could be a second one. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. How'd I got famous, Jack? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> like so funny, I don't know. No, but it is. trying to figure stuff. No, I remember, I remember the day they did it. I was not with the Twins at the Pirates, and I got to my locker in spring training. I'm a young guy. No, no reporters come to my locker really very often except for when I got traded. And um, there's my, my locker is, it has every reporter next to it. And I, I'm like seven in the morning. I was like, why the hell are you guys here? So I walk over to these guys. I was like, yes, what's up, guys? Like, what's going on? And I put my bag down. They're like, hey, you got a minute, Pat? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, what's, what's up? 
I'm assuming like they had heard I got traded or something or something happened. Yeah. Like something you didn't know you're going to find out. What are you guys about to tell me? They're like, Hey, did you happen to like see the news last night or anything on some of the rule changes? And I was like, no. And they were like, well, uh, they actually, you know, banned the intentional walk. You don't throw the pitches anymore. I was like, you (laughs) sons of bitches. That's why you're over here right now. I'm trying to have my coffee in the morning and you guys are making fun of me. So it's (laughs) But it was. Oh, I'm telling you. Man. I'm telling you, Mark. That will be my first ever. It might be my only ever TikTok, but that will definitely be my first TikTok. I think I'll get some love. I think no. it will get. I'll. You know, I'm gonna. You know, see if I can pull some connects. See if I can get on Barcelona too. So get more love. Oh, that that definitely could 100 percent be on there. Absolutely. <laughs> just, Absolutely. Oh man, that'd, that'd be, be so awesome. good. That was funny. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, no. I mean, me and Fisher, like, I don't know. In my opinion, I was always anti TikTok. Mainly because all the cool kids are doing it, and I don't want to do it. I was skeptical about it, but I think uh, I think you so guys we, both we, came we up have, with some valid points. We have we have written down ideas, like we have ideas, we just never like did them. Yeah. You guys just gotta do so, it. like yeah. I, I tried. I tried three of them. I tried three of them. They didn't really. I got like two hundred views on all of them. I did the playpen mashup thing. It got two hundred views. They didn't. It was like, but I'm I might try that. And it's also specific though at the same time. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah I, I was trying to grow my brand for right, the, yeah, the yeah. brand first, but I should probably just like do that, like the Avicii thing, the Kygo thing. I think that's cool. So one of yeah, one of our friends that we had on Pat, um, one of our one of our friends, our buddy Drew, um, DJ uh, McHugh, he actually is really big on TikTok. He I think he just hit like fifteen just hit 15, followers. Fifteen K. Um, it's so funny because we make fun of him because his TikTok videos are. He's a good dancer. He came like he had a background. Like he used to do like dancing for private events and stuff. So he his, most of his stuff is like pretty much following the trends of like what's going on. So like, we make fun of him all the time. He's a twenty five year old and, guy. And like he's he's he like, like a, a he kid. is very much on top of his shit though. Like he knows yeah. when something's in and something's out. Like yeah, like, he he's very good with it. But even so, with that, like we were talking about live streaming and the effect of that. And you know you know Facebook was taking songs down, Instagram was taking songs down, and like you know do you go to do you go to you know. Uh, Twitch and people were like, I don't know, because you don't really get that many followers. Like, it's tough to convert the people. And he said, like, he's been just doing live, which I didn't even know you could do this on TikTok. And this dude was actually getting donations sent to him. He was making money on TikTok doing live streams from his followers. He was averaging like 40, 50 bucks every time you do a live stream, which is crazy. Yeah. Because, you know, I wouldn't even expect something even of that aspect, you know, to even come out to it because I thought honestly, it was just, you know, the video. It was kind of like, it was, it was very like Twitch esque in that aspect. Like, cause like on Twitch, like people donate and whatnot. Yeah. So it was yeah. interesting to see like on something that's strictly an app for your phone. Well, that's just goes to, it goes to show many people are just on their phones versus like a laptop yeah. or yeah. But, but I'm saying it even opens the door for the fact that you're doing like a podcast like this or something else. Like maybe you go towards TikTok if you have a following there yeah. or, or, or something. I think, I think you're right. And I think Kevin, you, you, you said it, you know, one of the best, I think Twitch has always been difficult, at least for me to, to convert people, like get people from my Instagram or Twitter to go over to Twitch and, and see my stuff. Because I don't know why, but it, it's just, it's difficult. It's not hard though to get people to go over to TikTok. It's very easy to get people to go to, and it's very easy to get people to TikTok to go over to Instagram or Twitter. It's the, those three, you're the main group. You know, a lot of times I'll go, you know, you know, I used to pick up girls. Like I would, I would be on Instagram or whatever, or be on TikTok and I would go, like say, you, I, I remember you guys know probably the one, one girl I picked up from TikTok. Like she was there. I was like, let's see if she, first yeah, in TikTok, you got to see if she's of age. Cause that's you know that's the yeah, all young kids. true check the and bio right away 
Yeah, so like immediately go over. I think I know you're talking about. I did not know this TikTok situation, but continue. Okay, yeah. But yeah, so I went over to Instagram, figured it out. I followed her. She followed me back, and then she DM'd me. And then, boom, you know, that's how it all gets started. But like, it's not hard. Like, it's one of the first things I look at is like, I'll go on TikTok, I'll see, be like, oh, dude, this person's pretty popular. Is this person good? And especially if they're doing baseball stuff, like maybe I want to collab with this person, see if I want to talk to them. And I'll go over to Instagram and Twitter and see if they're converting their followers from just TikTok or are they just a TikTok brand. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, they'd be valuable to me if I'm starting to grow a TikTok. But at the time, it wasn't valuable to me. I needed you to have a following on Twitter and Instagram for you to be valuable to me. Um, so has sports been popular on TikTok? Not gonna lie, like I, I'm not actively on the app, so most of the stuff that I see are those dances and like those viral videos and stuff. Has there been like a solid market for sports with, with TikTok? Honestly, no, not right now. Not that I've seen at least. But again, TikTok is so like aggressive on what you're watching and keeping that stuff on your for you page. Yeah. Um, so it like corners you and narrows you in, right? Yeah. So like when I first got TikTok, I was I was single and you know, you got a lot of hot girls on there dancing and that, my, my entire feed for you page was girls dancing. <laughs> yep, exactly. I do it in every, I do it in every one podcast. <laughs> yeah, for real. So, you know, that's my whole for you page. So like, I don't even know what else is out there. TikTok doesn't care. doesn't think you care what else is out there. They think you only want to see this. Wow. Um, so it's very difficult to know even from, for someone who's on there. And wants you to know, is there a way to break that? Do you have to like delete your account? So I've, I've, I've broken it a little bit um, because since I've, you know, I started dating Chelsea, um, I didn't, <laughs> obviously, I want, I, I want to be able to go on TikTok around her because I, I still liked yeah. going on TikTok. And I, every time I went on fucking TikTok, <laughs> it was one girl after another dancing. And I was like, well, she's, yeah, it's not a great look. <laughs> So like when she wasn't around, I would go on TikTok and then like I would, these girls that would be dancing, I immediately scroll past them. I wouldn't, I would not consume the content. And now slowly but surely, like right now, a lot of my stuff is like barstool, it's golf. Uh, how does that? So how does TikTok work? Like, I, I mean, I guess it's dumb for saying or ignorant for saying because I don't really know. Like, for example, how many followers, let's say, do you have on this TikTok thing? Or you don't even I have? That. I haven't posted once. My okay. my followers that. So, yeah, so you you can you can't search videos, right? It's only just videos popping up, or how so does you, that work? I know you can search, so you I can, can search I, like hashtags. I've searched songs, yeah. like, oh, wow, okay. And their their search features. I actually, don't have the app or anything. Like I've never used the app before. Their search features are pretty useful because I've actually wanted to search like trends. I wanted to search certain things that, and I just type in like you know this thing, and like it wasn't the exact thing, but they bring up what I wanted. Gotcha. Um, so and they, then they'll pretty much like corner you into all that stuff essentially yes, exactly. and then if you're watching there i guess from like a time perspective depending on how much time you're spending on this they're going to populate yes. more, and if more you if you re-watch the video if you see the whole video if you re-watch it a certain number of times if you share it if you comment on it or if you like it any of those things all of them obviously is the best thing but if you do any of those things i don't like one thing on it i don't think i've ever liked a tiktok me either i'm not i'm not so yeah. it's it's funny you say i'm not a big liker on it either but like no. i will rewatch watch it rewatch it exactly. plus i i got a girlfriend too like i'm not liking those girls dancing or anything what? like that and plus yo you know like they'll if they hear the sound right away they know right away like you mm-hmm. hear, they hear that gooba song it's like it's over you gotta go <laughs> yeah. you gotta swipe you know? <laughs> but uh well, it's true but that's yeah i don't i've never liked a thing on tiktok in my life unless it's someone i know 
Um, and I'm just trying to help them out. The algorithm like, is really like interesting there. It is. It, they don't, they don't care as much about likes and comments as Instagram does or as Twitter does. They care more about if you're rewatching the video and if you're sharing the video and I I've shared plenty of videos in my day. Like I'll see something that's fucking hilarious or something like that. And I'll share it with my brother. Or I'll share it with someone like I do those things, but I don't I like, don't like um, it. Yeah. I don't, I just not, it's not my thing. Yeah. I share before I like every time. I don't. Exactly. Well, I don't care about it. Why do I care about it? I might hit this heart button. Yeah. What the hell is that for? Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to send this out if I think it's funny or I'm going to rewatch if I think it's funny or something, but I'm not, I don't have no interest in liking the picture or the, the video. I agree. Yeah. Wow. Unless you're single trying to get a girl's attention or something like that. Maybe yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah. But I don't. What do am it. I doing on these, you know, it's Tinders so and Bumbles and hinges cousins, out here? I, I gotta go to TikTok. I'm not putting my cousin on blast, but like he showed me his like TikToks. Every single one is a girl. He's single. It's a girl, girl, girl dancing, girl dancing. It's so it's That's the so funniest fun. shit. Listen, I I always tell people I haven't had it. I had a Tinder when it first came out in 2013, uh, and I got off it when I came back to Hoboken. Never downloaded another one uh, my entire my entire life, and but. I still was, in my opinion, online dating because I used Instagram and Twitter like it was nobody's. Like everyone's like all afraid of DMing people, and I'm like, oh yeah, you really you're DMing people? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Of course I am. Uh, how else am I supposed to meet you're the this social media guru over here? Yeah. Like, how else am I yeah. supposed to meet the smoke show girl from California? Like, what, I'm just gonna <laughs> run into her in a bar. <laughs> like Instagram is the bar from Monday to Thursday. That is the bar. Like I go there and I'm going to try to meet some really hot girls. Like that's what I'm there for. And people would you make fun of you, but I'd also have a much hotter girl next to me than they would. <laughs> or they'd have <laughs> <laughs> wow. so, there's some great knowledge here. I got some great insight. quarantine quarantine too, all my friends. You like my best friend Bobby, uh, he fucking was gunning the DMs. Yeah, he would get. Listen, he would honestly, out of every ten girls, he would get at least two, two or three. I would say for every. Not bad. Girls. Not bad. You know. Yeah, so and then and then do, right for, and then right from there it goes right to the Snapchat, right to yes. the Snapchat. I I was a big Snapchat person too. Yeah. I immediately wanted to make sure that one you were real because sometimes you know you never know who people have hacked these accounts and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, but catfishes. the other thing is Snapchat just makes makes you know life a lot a little bit easier when you're single. Yeah, yeah. For purposes. It's like wow. an easy. It's literally an easier way of asking for a number without seeming creepy in a sense. Yeah, it's essentially what it's yeah. become. Yeah. But wow, we we we've talked about a lot. We, yeah, today. We, we hit yeah. a lot tonight. A lot. Was, a lot. It was a good night. But uh, but yeah, no, let's let's start wrapping it up a little bit, Pat. I know we don't want to keep you all day, but no, seriously, some great knowledge on uh, you know, on social media just in general, and like you know, that's huge and very valuable for us because even at the end of the day, if you know, if you're watching this, you're not even looking to necessarily get into the DJ world. Like, so the power of social media and like growing your brand is huge and can be used for anybody in any industry that you want to do. Whether yeah. you're even working for somebody and you're not necessarily growing yourself and you're maybe even trying to grow that business, you know, like Pat, like what you do for Green Rock because Green Rock has a very exceptional um, social media too. And I like the way that, you know, you and Brandon, you know, style that as well. Or the fact of you, you know, trying to grow yourself. Like the, the whole era of social media, you know, people need to realize is basically, you know, the, the, the new age, you know, I mean, this is, this is really what's going to, um, you know, what's going to grow you to get, I guess, get you popular, get you famous and, you know, for certain like, people honestly, make all their money on it, you know? So, and just like Kev, just like a great example of that. Like we talked about spending money on a billboard. So like old marketing. Yeah. Who 
just literally just post the picture on Instagram because we know it would crush on Instagram. Yeah, we want to. Uh, we're thinking about actually spending some money buying a billboard on Route Three before you get in Hoboken. Yeah, and uh, for the for the faces for, for Fridays at Green Rock. Maybe 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 we'll throw Green Rock. Do it do it maybe, do it for, do it do it for like a month. How funny would that be though? I mean, you drive by. I love billboards. I love billboards. I think it'd be hilarious. if you want to go in on, we'll split it, Angelo, and we'll throw your face on one, and we'll throw us on the other. Kings of Hoboken, <laughs> they're not. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. that would be that would be funny as shit. But, um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you somehow could track a conversion rate on that, I'd give you guys a percentage of the people you brought in. But because I mean, that a billboard there is valuable because you know people coming to Hoboken Friday and Saturday night, they might be thinking about where to go, and they might be going to a pregame. They might suggest Green Rock now. Yeah, just be like, I saw this billboard. Yeah, olive oil. I know olive oil over there tonight, and I saw their billboard on the way in. Let's go over to see. Yeah, that's that's the thing too. It's like if you don't know us, but you know the bar, it's like, wait a minute. There's DJs play there that are called Olive Oil. Like, there's, it's like, it's it gives that like little, like, yeah, definitely need. It definitely needs to have like that both sides to it. You know what I mean? Or whether it's like Angelo, if you were doing something and like you had another bar in Hoboken, like. You know, you got to have some type of place that's like established that people know. Yeah, and yeah, add, yeah. Add, add that familiar face. Make like, try to make it something ridiculous, like not like obviously that they'll let you, but make it shareable. Yeah. Like that, you know, that's you know, obviously it's gonna be tough for people to take pictures on the way in on Route Three, but like you know, make it. Like, I almost, a lot of people get stuck in that traffic though, like kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I reached out to the Boston Globe to I want I was going to take out a uh, full page ad in the Boston Globe on the day of my after my announcement of the decision and I was going to write what Michael Jordan wrote and say I'm back and it was going to be the most ridiculous thing in the world because one of the worst baseball players of all time in Major League Baseball history is taking out a full page ad in the Boston Globe saying he's back like anyone cares <laughs> no one's going to sign this guy but immediately because of how ridiculous this is a, you know, a million people in Boston are now talking about it. Yeah. And now a, <laughs> That's you know, great. half a million people in Boston that didn't know who I was now are talking now about me. Yeah. And now Mike, okay, let's go see who this Pat Light guy is on, on Instagram. And now they're looking at me. Now they're doing yeah. this. Now they're engaging with me. Now they're talking and seeing that I'm an idiot. You know, like all these different types of things happen from that ad rather than me, you know, putting out, you know, something, you know, come follow my, my Instagram or go to my, my website. Now it's like, well, now people are organically trying to reach me because they thought it was funny what I did. Yeah. So, Pat, Pat, I think we got to have you on once a month. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> this, this by far, like in terms of overall knowledge has been just absolutely great. And I think we, you know, as a collaborative, like never thought about really like in the beginning, we wanted to just keep it to like, just like nightlife specifically. And like, obviously, you know, as an owner, you're in, you know, associated with that nightlife, but realistically, like the whole aspects of you outside of that nightlife is like definitely most important in terms of what I've learned today. You know what I mean? From yeah. that marketing side, from like your social media and your branding and stuff. So thank you so much, honestly, for, uh, for real, hopping on. If, if you have any other lasting, you know, uh, say say i guess you could say definitely plug your stuff like where can we find you um what, yeah. you know what goals you have maybe in the, in the future or things to look out um for you pat yeah i mean go to the patlight.com um actually not a huge fan of the name i wanted patlight.com but apparently that was taken um so i had to put the patlights but um go to the, go to my website it's kind of new we're still trying to build um but uh, yeah, follow me on Instagram at Pat Light, Pat underscore Light, Twitter, same thing, Pat underscore Light. Um, again, right now, the goal is just is, is being that media industry right now. I love doing it. I love talking baseball. I love doing all these different type of collaborations with people from different industries. It's fun. 
Um, but you know, you know, I, like I told you guys, you know, if the one thing I can impart on people that are trying to grow their own brands or trying to do anything is get away from caring about likes and, and comments and start thinking about impressions because you're a, if you're a brand, you're selling yourself now and now you're, you want as many people in the world to see your brand. And now if you get that and combo that with some, con some quality content, your brand will grow no matter what it's going to happen if you're targeting the right people. So you just keep pushing, see what you got. And I'm, you know, if you, if you got good enough stuff, you'll, 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 I think it'll be successful. Yes, sir. Pat. Thank you, Pat. Yeah. Again, wow. uh, you were awesome. This episode for real, just like we both learned it and everyone's going to enjoy this. So, awesome. uh, yeah. Olive oil, you guys, anything? What episode is this? 13, 13, 13. Peace. All right, guys. Catch see you guys. Thank you. Motherfucker, what? with the microphone.